Okay, good morning, Bashar Rabbi Crown. So we are on um, Tess Zion Ahmed Bays. We are where it says, Amarav Shemin Bari Ava Amarav Yochan. It's about 12 lines up in the skinny lines. If you're following the art scroll, it's on 16b3. So up to this point, we were discussing. Um, we were discussing um, things associated with the concept of smuchin. Smuchin is where there's a requirement to lean on an animal as you bring a carbon. And there was a discussion previously around um, what happens if it's um, rent over Shabbos, what do you do? And there was a whole mafokas back and forth, and we had the Mishnah where we had a whole group of pairs of people, some of them being the Nasi, some of them being the Abdesdin. Um, where they basically went back and forth of whether you do do smicha or you do not do smicha. Um, so we went through that whole, all of that, and there was a discussion that that was one of the that was the initial machlokas that ever happened. Um, although there's discussion that there were other machlokas that might have happened in the time of the Tanakh, but that was an initial machlokas that was intergenerational that started and went on and on and on with different positions. So moving on, Amar of Shemim Bar Abba, Amar of Yochanan, the Olam Al Piyeshvus Kalo Be'Enecha. So you should never um, view the the Rabbanan decree that's about Shabbos. So um, you know, obviously things that are Dorais that people would take very seriously, but things that are the Rabbanan, which were um, added on by the Rabbanan for a particular reason, you shouldn't view um, lightly. You should view them as significant. Because this whole discussion that we had about smicha, um, not that whether you do smicha or not, is only a derabanan. Um, and the reason that you might not do it would be because um, it's 16b3. The reason you might not do it is because um, it's one of the things that you're not allowed to do on, on um, Yom Tov is to ride on an animal. And or Shabbos is to ride on an animal, and smicha is comparable to riding on an animal because you're resting your weight upon the animal. So because of that, there was a rabbinic decree not to do smicha, or there were people that held that it, you shouldn't do smicha because it was comparable to riding an animal. The nechukubagadolei hador. You see that although it was only a derabanan, you had all the all these generations, or like you know five generations of. Of the Nazi and the Avdezin that were continually, you know, starting from you know, way back all the way through Hillel and Shammai, um, having a disagreement about this idea. So it's obviously something significant. Um, Pshita, isn't it? Isn't it clear that Smicha is only a Durabanan? So why would why would it be why would it be stated that it's after Abanan, Right? Why would he say? That Amar of Yochanan, why would he say um, that It's only a derabanan. So um, we know that that the the, the smicha concept is a derabanan. So what's significant about saying that? Our answer shvus mitzvah isrichale. He had to tell us that the whole machlokas is about whether or not you do it on um, Shabbos, um, because otherwise, and, and that and that on Shabbos you don't do mitzvos. Um, that you, you don't even that the rabbanan have the ability in order to protect Shabbos or Yom Tov to have you not do a specific mitzvah. So it's not just that it's a together. It's not that just they're creating something that you shouldn't do to avoid doing an avera, but they're also able to waive the need to do a mitzvah. 
So that would seem to be, so he's pointing out that, you know, with the case of smicha, he, they're, they're able to say, don't do smicha, even though it's a mitzvah, because of because it's it's Yom Tov. Hai Nami Pshita, this too is obvious, right? It, it um, because there's a, there's a, in, in Beitzah, there's a whole list of things that are shvus, um, that the Rabbanan said not to do, even though um, there's a mitzvah associated with this, and not, we're not actually learning anything new by him telling this. There's more answers. His purpose is to teach us is that the machlokas in the Mishnah, you might say that the machlokas in the Mishnah is only about whether um, whether you do smicha or not in general. It's not necessarily specific um, to whether you're doing it on Yom Tov or Shabbos. It's really whether you do smicha or not. And there's a disagreement where some say you do do smicha on a is kind of carbon, and some say you don't. You don't. Kamash Balan was supposed to be pleading. We learned from this that the um, actual disagreement is about the shvus, you know, that the rabbinic decree about whether or not you do smicha when it comes out on Shabbos. So, what is what is involved in the concept of smicha? Amarami Borchama, Shmamina, smicha bechol kocha ba'inan. When you do smicha, you have to completely lean with all of your weight. Um, you have to completely press down on the animal by use of all of your weight. If you would think that smicha doesn't have to be done with all of your weight, what malacha possibly could you be doing? So the, the issue here is that um, the reason that there's a rabbinic decree not to do smicha is because it's, it's comparable to riding on an animal, and it shouldn't be similar to riding on an animal. And if you just happen to be touching an animal, that's not, that's not anyway similar to riding an animal. But if you're leaning on it with all your weight, it's basically similar or comparable <coughs> to riding on an animal. So lisma. So maybe what he should do is not on a, on yom tov is not is not press down with all his weight, but like just kind of lean gently against the animal. Um, so. So, but but the real but the but the purpose of him telling us all of this is to say no, you don't. You're supposed to lean fully on an animal with all of your weight, and they said there are money that tells you not to do that. So that's the whole purpose of what Rabbi Yochanan was telling us. So may say there was a challenge from Brisa. The Abero Bnei Yisrael that the pasuk talks about that when you bring a korban, you should be that you should lean on the head of the animal. And it says Bnei Yisrael, Bnei Yisrael Somchim Eminos Yisrael Smochim, Smoch Somchos, that the the men um, would do smicha, but the women would not do smicha, because it says Bnei, and it doesn't. And there's a Mesorah that that implies that the men and not the women. Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Shimon, Omrim, they say Bnei Yisrael Somchos Rishos, the women have the ability to do smicha if they want to. Um, Ama Rabbiosi, Rabbiosi says, Sachli Abba Eliezer. Abba Eliezer told me the following story. And one time they had a, they had a, um, an egel, a calf that was a shlamim, and it was for a woman. The Vyunal Ezra's Nashim and brought it to the women's courtyard of the Beit HaMikdash. The Samku Alav Nashim, and the women leaned on it. They did smicha. Lobimnesha smicha by Nashim. Not to give, not because there's a there's a requirement for women to do smicha. Only to give the women satisfaction that they're able to perform this mitzvah. So even though they weren't commanded to perform this mitzvah, um, they did it. They did it because specifically because of this reason. So if you look at the bottom tosvos, 
it talks about to give give the women um, happiness at being able to perform the mitzvah. This was there. This was a, an animal belonging to some to women, and therefore it was their their carbon. What it learns from this, and those Gemaras point to this case, that we, we all know that women are exempt from mitzvah, they're exempt from the mitzvahs that are time-bound. However, if they want to do that mitzvah, they're allowed to. So if you have a mitzvah that a woman is typically exempt from, if she wants to fulfill it, she's allowed to. Um, um, even if they want to make a bracha on doing that mitzvah, which you would think maybe they shouldn't do because they're not commanded to do so, so you don't stop them from doing that, even though they're pater. And it's not considered a bracha So we learn from our Gemara, our Gemara uses a reference to say that if women want to do mitzvahs that they're paturos from, such as mitzvah, they're allowed to do so, even, involve, even up to and including making a bracha. So back to the Gemara. If you would think that, so you might think that, so the question here is you might think if the, if the, that smicha has to be done with all of your strength, you have to fully lean on the animal. Would we let women who are working with kudshim um, do this? Would we let women do a smicha or work with work with a, a carbon when they're not when they're not supposed to just to give them satisfaction? What we must learn from this that that maybe they wouldn't make them do smicha with all of their strength because it wasn't something that they were required to do. And the Gemara rejects this. Um, but no, I would say that you you have to do smicha with all of your strength. And when in the case of the women, when they had the women do smicha, they told them just to rest their hands lightly on the head of the animal, just to kind of put smicha by just touching the, the head of the animal. So they had them do, because this wasn't like an actual smicha, and it was only being done in order to allow the women to feel, um, feel good about performing that part of the mitzvah, they would tell them to, to rest their hands on the animal so that they were kind of fundamentally doing it without potentially violating the, the, the restriction about fully leaning on the animal. Ihachi, um, if, the, if the, the, what the women were doing was only a token smicha, not a true smicha, um, do, um, so we, ha- we should explain that it, was done, it wasn't done because you're trying to emulate smicha, but you're doing just to give happiness to the women. We've learned from this that it wasn't an, it wasn't really a smicha at all. You can't you can't derive anything from what the women did because it wasn't an actual true smicha. It was just like a an acting like a smicha where they wouldn't fully lean on the animal. For one thing and for one thing is what Rabbi Abel Ezer is really saying. You can't learn from this that a woman is obligated to perform smicha. Um, for one thing, and it wasn't true smicha at all. So you have this double thing going on here. So because um, women aren't obligated to do smicha at all, and you were just doing it in order to um, enable them to have the happiness of performing the mitzvah, um, and you would tell and you would tell them that not to lean fully, you can't learn from either part of it. So as a result, this isn't in any way a proof 
or doesn't teach you that you shouldn't do smicha with all of your strength. So again, this doesn't really change the position that you should do smicha with all of your, all of your strength. Amara Papa Shmamina Sedadin Asurin. We learn from this that the concept of studin, the sides of an animal, are forbidden for use of on Shabbos and Yom Tov, just like its back. So there's a concept of studin, which is um, if you have things that you are, um, you're not allowed to use the primary of it, you're also not allowed to use like the sides of it. So for example, um, you're not supposed to climb a tree on Shabbos, um, but you're also, so you, there's also might be a concept that there's like a nail hanging from a tree or a nail um, in, in a tree on the studin, that you might not be allowed to hang things from the nail. So there's, so studin refers to the sides, and there's certain restrictions that apply to the sides that are comparable to the rest of it. If you would think that studin, touching the sides are allowed, let him perform smicha on the head of the animal, um, because the um, but because um, that's what you do. You perform smicha by, by touching the head, and if the, if the head is different than the rest of the animal because it's not really the car, the core of the animal, then it wouldn't really be an issue of leaning on it. We must learn from this that the sides of the animal are forbidden on both Shabbos and Yom Tov, and that would apply to the head as well. Even if you want to say that the tzadim are allowed on Yom Tov, however, whatever is on the same level as the back of the animal is treated, treated the same as the back. So the head is not really considered the side. The head is considered more like the back of the animal. So the sides, so because the sides, like if you touch the side of an animal, it's not, a, not similar to riding on an animal. However, if you, um, the head is, is comparable to, to, is really like almost part of the back of the animal. So when you lean on the head, it's similar to leaning on the um, on the side of the animal. So let's continue with the mission because next week is a short week, so let's try to get a little bit ahead. Beit Shammai Omrim. So again, we're talking about um, we talked about the carb talking about the carbonos. So Beit Shammai Omrim, Avim Shlomim This was in our our last Mishnah, if you remember. There was the discussion between it ended with the discussion between Hillel and Shammai, and Shammai said. You bring shlamim, but you don't you don't do smicha on them on yom tov. Ava lo olos, but you don't bring a carbon ola on yom tov. The reason you don't bring a carbon ola, according to Shama, is um, because um, a carbon ola is not eaten. Um, the carbon ola is completely consumed. So because of that, one of the dispositions to allow to, to do certain activities on yom tov is that you need to, to you need to, to be able to eat the food. So because you're not eating the ola. According to Shama, you wouldn't bring it on Yom Tov itself. He says you can bring both Shlamim and Olos, and you can do Smicha on the Shlamim or the Ola. So we can learn from this at Sarah Shachalios Erev Shabbos. If Shavuos falls out on Friday, and here again we're talking about Shavuos, which is in Eretz Yisrael, which is one day. So Shavuos is on Friday, and then the next day, you know, it would be Shabbos. So he would say, for a carbon, um, you wouldn't bring it, this type of carbon, you wouldn't bring it on Shavuos, because it's Yom Tov, and you wouldn't bring it the next day, which is Shabbos. So you would bring it, therefore, on Sunday. And that Sunday was referred to as Yom Tovoach, the day of the slaughtering. There is no Yom Tovoach, because the carbon is brought on Yom Tov itself on Friday. So 
According to Hillel, you bring the, the Korban on Friday. According to Sharma, you would wait till Sunday to bring the Korban. So even though Sunday is not the Yom Tov itself, it's two days after the Yom Tov, that's when you would bring it according to Shammai. Umodim, but Beis Hillel agrees, that if Shavuos falls out on Shabbos itself, that the day of the, of the bringing of the Korban, of the Korban is the next day, which is Sunday. Um, so what happens if, the, if um, Shavuos falls on Shabbos and the next day is Sunday, what would they do? Ain Kohen Gadol mislabish bekeila. The Kohen Gadol would not dress up in his fancy, you know, Yom Tov or Shabbos clothes to to bring to be involved. Umutarim behesvud abetanis. So normally Sunday is shuchad. So Sunday is you're doing the tavoach. So you think that it would be on some level of being a, a holiday. So you wouldn't do hesped and tanios. Shalolu kayim devarim haomrim atzeres achar Shabbos. So. Um, if you recall, the, the Tzedukim, who the one people who did not hold by Torah Shabal Peh, they there was a big malfocus about when um, Shavuos is. The Shavuos is um, until the until the day after after Shabbos you count fifty days. So they would rule that it was always on a, the Sunday after Shabbos because they took it very literally. So in order to um, not in any way imply that that Sunday was a significant day, that we were following Sunday as the Shavuos itself, that we observe Shavuos on the 50th day, not on the Sunday afterwards, we don't interpret that as on the day after Shabbos, we interpret it as that, that as um, after the 50 days. So therefore, therefore, we wouldn't do these specific things in order to, um, even though it was because it was a Sunday. So let's go through a little bit in the Gemara. Just get a little bit ahead. Amar of Lezer, Amar of Oshia, Minayin Latzeres Yesh Latashlim Kol Shiva. Where do we learn that Shavuos is um, has a compensation period? Meaning that if you were unable to complete the carbon on on the day of Shavuos, that you're able to bring the carbon for another seven days, for up to seven days, for a full seven days, meaning that Shavuos plus six days. Shemamar, it says. There's all these Tom three Yom Tovs together. Make it Makish Chaga Shavuos Chaga Matzos. That makes a comparison between Shavuos and Pesach. Ma Chaga Matzos Yesh Latashlum Kol Shiva. When it comes to Pesach, any carbon that you weren't able to successfully complete on the first day of Pesach, you were able to bring for all the seven days of Pesach. Af Chaga Shavuos. Af Chaga Shavuos Yesh Latashlum Kol Shiva. So too. When it comes to Shavuos, you're able to bring a carbon for up to seven days. So the Gemara questions this. Let it, let it do a compare. Let it do a comparison to Sukkot. Sukkot has seven days plus Shemini Atzeres, so it really has eight days. For that eight-day period, you're able to bring um, to bring the carbon. You're able to bring the Tashlum in all the eight days. So too, when it comes to Shavuos, you should have a, you should be able to bring a carbon for up to an additional eight days. Our answer, Shmini The difference is when it comes to Sukkot, you have a Sukkot, and then you have a completely different holiday of Shmini Atzeres that happens to come in the eighth day. That, that so even with Sukkot, there's a mafokus about whether you can bring the Tashlumim for up to seven days or up to eight days. So the main thing we get from this today is that when it comes to Shavuos. Um, we don't say Tachnun up until the 12th of the month because we 
we, uh, we allow for the same thing as those days of Tashlovim. So because they had it then, that's the main thing we see today. So with this, we'll stop. Next week, we will not meet on Monday because it's Tanis Esther. We not, will not meet on Tuesday because it's Purim. So next week, Birth Hashem will meet on Wednesday and Thursday. Have a wonderful day.